This is Patience and Money from the 282 Group at Wells Fargo Advisors. Investment and insurance products are not insured by the FDIC or any federal government agency, are not a deposit or other obligation or guaranteed by the bank or any bank affiliate, and are subject to investment risks, including possible loss of the principal amount invested. Good day and welcome to the fixed income portion of Patience and Money. I am Sam Pennell, First Vice President, Investment Officer, and PIM Portfolio Manager at the 282 Group here at Wells Fargo Advisors. It's April 2023. Let's talk bonds. As a kid, my dad put me on a steady diet of music's greats from a bygone era. Sam Cooke, Otis Redding, The Temptations, and Four Tops were always on in the car. We also cranked up the Beatles, Birds, Buddy Holly, Beach Boys too. In a word you could say, the music I was raised on was, and still is, quality. My father-in-law continued this tradition of great music, taking me on deep dives into Blind Faith, Cream, and Derek and the Dominoes. Fast forward to today, and my penchant for independent rock and real country music have one thing in common, quality. Regardless of genre, everyone knows the difference between a memorable melody and noise. Since the beginning of the year, I've developed a ringing in my ears. To call this subtle noise irritating would be an understatement. That little hmm is in the background of every conversation, every call, and takes the lead when I finally go to bed each night. A temporary relief is playing music in the background. My ears focus on the songs and not the hum. About five years ago, I bought a turntable and began collecting vinyl LPs. Yes, in an era where you can download music for free, occasionally I pay for my music. I've taken more time to spin a few records lately because of the discomfort of my tinnitus. It feels as though there's a collective ringing in our ears as market participants as we have jumped from one perceived crisis to another. The daily noise on the news is maddening. In a recent conversation, someone asked me if I was worried about the crisis. I had to clarify which one they were talking about. The old curse, may you live in interesting times, seems apropos for our day and age. From our last Patience and Money, we talked about the idea of rising rates would create a market environment of winners and losers. Some companies could thrive, while others may go out of business. The interest rate risk of last year is now replaced with the credit or default risk of this year. Little did we know that prediction would manifest itself so quickly and the losers would come from the financial sector. The turmoil du jour in the mid-sized banks came to a head in March. Some experts blame the loosening of financial regulation on middle-tier banks. Others have blamed the Federal Reserve's unprecedented tightening of financial conditions for the bank's demise. Some have pointed the finger at the banks themselves for poor management of their own balance sheets and not hedging risk while others point to the fact influential people went to social media to tell depositors to take their money out of the now-failed banks. Bank run seems self-fulfilling at that point. We will let time in the court of public opinion decide on who's culpable. We will keep our focus on what to do next and cut through the noise as best we can. With the lack of confidence shown in CEO and consumer sentiment surveys and in our private client conversations, you would think markets were in a tailspin. Quite the opposite is true right now. 
The stock market is decidedly higher since bank failure news came out. And as for bonds, the quote-unquote risk-off trade of buying U.S. Treasuries has pushed yields down from multi-year highs and bond prices are up to in the first quarter. It's important to remember, markets do not trade on averages, but rather probabilities. Many have credited improved probabilities in the market outcomes to swift action by the Fed, FDIC, and U.S. Treasury. This action does not come without unintended consequences. More on that in a moment. The Fed's discount window was one of the readily available resources. This is where banks can borrow from the Fed overnight for needed liquidity. In quote-unquote normal times, using the window is seen as sending the wrong signal to the markets. That stigma went bye-bye in recent weeks, with usage at its highest since 2008's great financial crisis. Our group by no means thinks this is a repeat of 2008. The FDIC expanded its coverage of depositors guaranteeing everything for the now-failed banks. An interesting note, 94% of all Silicon Valley Bank deposits were above the FDIC's $250,000 threshold. That ranks number one of all banks. The now-failed Signature Bank was 89%, ranking fourth. Both banks are now being purchased for pennies on the dollar. Their loss is another bank's gain. This swift action has given the markets a salve to temporarily treat its waning confidence. It does come at a high cost, though. Since 2008, the biggest banks in the country had to adjust and grow accustomed to the regulatory reach that comes with these liquidity bailouts. Mid-sized banks will have to figure it out. Since they serve a different purpose in the market, such as a focus on small business loans, commercial real estate financing, and they're typically more regional in scope, time will tell their impacts on our local economies. We can surely count on market noise continuing. We do not know where the next crisis will emerge. But as probabilities move markets, the probability of a failure in quality names is inherently lower than other pockets of the market. Again, interest rate risk of last year is now replaced with the credit risk of this year. Consistent income from quality companies is music to our ears, especially in this noisy environment. Clipping coupons is a good thing in the fixed income markets. We have specifically designed this portion of the portfolio to take less risk than the stock market. So, in noisy, uncertain times, our ears and efforts are keenly tuned to keeping your safe money safe. If the probabilities continue to favor quality, we'll echo Sam Cooke's sentiment, saying, what a wonderful world this would be. Opinions expressed in this report are those of the authors and are not necessarily those of Wells Fargo Advisors or its affiliates. The material has been prepared or is distributed solely for information purposes and is not a solicitation or an offer to buy any security or instrument or to participate in any trading strategy. All investing involves some degree of risk, whether it's associated with market volatility, purchasing power, or a specific security, including the possible loss of principal. Wells Fargo Advisors is a trade name used by Wells Fargo Clearing Services, LLC, member SIPC. Investments in fixed income securities are subject to market interest rate, credit, and other risks. Bond prices fluctuate inversely to changes in the interest rates. Therefore, a general rise in interest rates can cause a bond's price to fall. Credit risk is the risk that an issuer will default on payments of interest and or principal. The risk is heightened in lower-rated bonds. If sold prior to maturity, fixed-income securities are subject to the market risk. All fixed-income investments may be worth less than their original cost upon redemption or maturity.
Bond laddering does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Duration is an estimate of how a portfolio or bond will react to changes in interest rates, representing the approximate change of price for a 1% change in yield. The 282 Group of Wells Fargo Advisors is a full-service wealth management group providing financial advice to both individual and business investors. For a comprehensive menu of professional services or to learn more about the 282 Group's professionally managed portfolios, please contact us at 704-553-6374.
The 282 Group of Wells Fargo Advisors is a full-service wealth management group providing financial advice to both individual and business investors. For a comprehensive menu of professional services or to learn more about the 282 Group's professionally managed portfolios, please contact us at 704-553-6374.